This week's episode is sponsored by Helio Gas Detection and Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I have the Kilkenny Posse in the house, would you believe? I've got John Roach, I've got Red Corcoran, and on co-host duties tonight is Evan. Uh, the lads are on representing Crimson Butchery, which I must say is a fucking amazing release. So uh, thanks for coming on the show, lads. Sound ready? Sound? And welcome back, Evan. Fucking yeah, I have. I've been sporadic. <laughs> How's the GoFundMe campaign for a new laptop going for you? <laughs> I, I'm still using my girlfriend's laptop. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we'll get around to it. I think when you have three bands and running gigs and a full time job, it's like sometimes a laptop. You'd be surprised. Like when you're when you're in work, I just do all my admin there. Um, okay. And just log- doing the phone careful so careful what you're saying careful what you're saying workforce yeah. obviously no <laughs> so lads as i said welcome back to the show red and john jesus i'm sure i was only talking to you around a month ago with uh, the gamma bomb release uh yeah yes yeah. uh interesting times in relation to new releases i know you released yours in september um, and it's only now you, you're on the show, so apologies about that, but it's been fairly hectic on my side as well, but just the general amount of stuff that's coming out through the Irish metal scene. Would you agree with that, Evan? It's fucking crazy, the amount of releases this yeah, year, trying to keep up. I think we're still getting like, um, you know, it's everyone had was sitting on something after COVID, yeah. but then it was that like, even though people were sitting on it, there was people that were already writing and how to outgrown the thing that they hadn't released yet. So there's a lot of that kind of people holding on to things. It, it's like it's still behind itself. So I think there's a lot of, um, I think there's even more stuff to be coming out very soon as well, yeah. which is great. You know, I'm not going to complain about um, more music, especially if it's good. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? If it's good. Um, Red, like, I mean, going back to your release, there with necrotized it's been a few months now how's the album sitting with you uh, yeah pretty good yeah i sold a good few cds on here which i didn't think i would okay um sold some to like some mad fans in europe right many <laughs> many people in europe so i don't know people in germany and some guy in where was it albania or somewhere like that he messaged me on facebook and bought a copy there for two weeks or so cool how much was the postage for that there, Red, to send to Albania? Um, you know, like 15 euro or something, maybe. Fuck me. Oh, <laughs> something like that. I can't remember now. It's mm. mental what the internet Actually, it was do. Armenia. It was Armenia. It was, that's where it was. Armenia, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure, everyone does that. <laughs> Love I like probably sold more fucking CDs to people outside of Ireland than in Ireland, which is, which is weird. Uh, that doesn't surprise me in relation to the type of music you're playing. It's, it's more so, popular yeah. over in Europe, definitely. Um, so when you were on the show, Red, you were telling me then you were working with John on Crimson Butchery. There's obviously a time period there where they might have overlapped. Or can you just maybe walk us through the projects, the two projects? And um, Yeah, so I could be like recording one night and then writing the next night. So I just try and kind of do it like that rather than kind of doing stuff on the same day because it's just it's too much work then you know that kind of way okay where it just be like 
shit, should I keep this for this or this for that? You know, so I try and separate them. <clears throat> but I was um I was writing and recording two things at the same time pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, it's fun, so keep doing it. John, were you driving this project? Uh yeah, the music anyway and organizing okay. it pretty much. Like me and Red have been kind of doing stuff like this for nearly ten years. We had another kind of band we got together, Grot, that we did two EPs with that. Well, Red was on two EPs and I did another one. Another one. The first one with uh, Owen Brogo from Warpath and Cold War. He did the vocals for that one. But then the ones that Red did were kind of more, I don't know, Mardock kind of dark funeral, DSI kind of vibe. So, yeah. you know, went down that kind of route. So, yeah. So me and Red have been kind of doing stuff for, for ages now, you know? Hmm. So this one, I just said, oh, fuck it, I'll do an album. I kind of wrote the songs like in 2020, around the when I was doing the Sea Savage stuff, um, I don't know, I was like doing a lot of recording. I was like, oh, I'll try something here, see if I can do something. And then in the back of my head, I was like, okay, I'll do an album, I'll do an album. So I kind of like built up a lot of stuff that year. And then around March 2021, I I worked with Kevin Talley. I worked with him, well, I use him as a session drummer mm-hmm. for all the stuff I've done. That's what I was going to ask about, or, yeah. But it was yeah. like work. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I'll, I'll answer that now in a second. So I just like um, sent a message on Facebook and it goes, hey, look, I got a song. I just read one song. Well, I just kind of did it on a click track and I go, hey, look, can you put drums on this? So, yeah, no problem. Did one and it came out. I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. And then I had a lot of other ones. And I just, all, all of other songs. And then I just wanted to just tighten them up and kind of, kind of rearrange it a little bit. And then around September or August 2021, I just sent them the rest of the songs to do. So, yeah, so Kevin Talley. So Kevin Talley is in what well, was in, like, Dying Fetus, Misery Index, Chimera. Uh, did a lot of, does a lot of session work. Uh, did touring for other, a lot of other bands. So, yeah, he's a session drummer, well, studio drummer. So if you just email him or message him, like, and you have some tracks, he'll lay down some drums. And he was, like, one of the first ones to do it. Like when I first contacted him, I was like in my early twenties, and I was like, "Fuck!" I, I didn't know how to write drums, and I didn't want to look for a drummer locally, so I just uh, he was just doing it. I was like, "Okay, cool," and I just sent him an email, and he just got back to me. I was like, "Fuck!" He actually got back to me. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, just do this, that, you know, the right, you know, have the track, have one with a track with a the click on it, have one without the click, and I'll lay down drums." Like, okay, and I just give like you know. Give him the tracks, give him the BPM, and give him a rough like idea what I have, and then uh, yeah, he just blasted all out pretty quickly afterwards. So would you? And that's him. Would you send him like just a basic kind of idea of we'll say program drums, or were you just doing it by like from bar whatever to bar whatever, something double time um, time? Did you have certain specific feels you wanted, or did he just like nail everything? So. For this one, like I didn't put any drums on it because like I can't I don't I can do it now, but back then, like a few years ago, I couldn't write drum parts. Like I could I have I had like a whole library of stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to like, you know, there's a part where it's like oh, I don't know how to explain it and I don't want to map it out in MIDI, you know, it just takes too long, <laughs> it's too much work. I'm it's not very tedious. It's very tedious. And one, I'm not a drummer as well, so I don't have that mindset. So if I did map out something, it'd be something kind of like uh, you know. Template, you know, so it's like, oh, fuck it. So, like, the song, like, 
he does hundreds of sessions so you know he's well trained and well well he's got a good ear so i give him the vibe like okay like this like this kind of like you know igor kind of arise you know kind of snare bash in there bit of this bit of that i give him an idea but like you know he does his own thing as well like, he's free know. to do it yeah 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 so like yeah he's he's a drummer so i just wanted to drum like you're a drummer do your thing you know do what you think is good so yeah I don't want to get too much. I'm not like, I don't want to be like a control freak or anything. It's like, yeah, do your thing. Yeah. Uh, what was the turnaround for it? Like from when you, when you sent him the tracks, um, you know, from that day that you initially did it to him sending the finished ones, if there was drafts in the middle, like what way? Um, For this, for Kevin, um, it was like, okay, I remember sending him the first track and I think he got, got back to me like within like two weeks because I sent it to him and like, March 21, and I came back to London. This is like during COVID, so I was stuck yeah. around for a month. And I came back to London, and uh, I remember that month in March, he, uh, yeah, when I came back, he's like, yeah, I got it here. I was like, cool. And I got all the stems and everything. So I was like, brilliant. And hmm. I, like the turnaround was pretty quick. It was like once every 10 days, he was like lashing out. So probably about eight weeks, which is fine. I was in no rush. Because yeah. after that, it's like, fuck, i got to find someone who can mix the drums and who can actually properly mix the drums. Because mixing, because all the drums are all, like, it's perfect. As in, like, the great thing about, like, a session drummer, like, a well-trained, well-played session drummer, like, there's not, like, the roles are kind of in time. There's not much fucking around with editing. So it was really handy. Like, all it is just someone that can, like, mix the drums decent. Yeah. You know, that was it. So that's why... Uh, you'd hire a session drummer you know it's like okay can you like you know it don't have to be like clearly you have to be on the grid but don't be too on the grid but like you know you can just have good rolls you can hit the snare properly as in like you're hitting it you know like it's not like you know it's like okay that's consistent and it wasn't there was nothing sampled as well which was nice yeah john just one other thing there in relation to session drummers because you know, obviously, people won't know too much about them in relation to their input to what you're sending them. Okay, so you're mm -hmm. sending them your tracks. Okay, has there been occasions where the session drummer might come back to you going, "Look, I recommend you change this section," or is it just a one-way street? One-way street. Wow. Okay. Okay. They're not part of the band. It's yeah. Pain. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like again, though, if there's something fucking wrong, and he is a drummer, can see it. Is there a kind yeah, of no, human I... quality about him, or is it just a money money grab? Thank you. That's well, what like, I'd like to know. Yeah. Well, you can. You can get like a drummer that has an input. Like drummers now, like there's loads of session drummers now. Like before, like ten years ago or before, there was no one really doing it. Like no one got it. Like what you send me the track, and then you can actually record and. So like yeah. drummers, drummers now, session drummers now can do that. Like they'll they'll map it out and go, "Do you like this?" Like it was another drummer I was talking to, like recently, and he does that. He kind of maps it out and like, "Here, look, this is what I might like. Do you like it?" So like drummers now are kind okay. of more involved. So that's kind of cool. Like, but like, uh, what's saying? Yeah, like drummers can do that now, or if they want it, they can do it. You know? Okay. It depends. Hmm. Okay. So you had the drums, the guitars done was it then you got red involved or was red still getting early red demos was off you? Involved. 
I get I always get red early demos mm, and then okay. it was just time to like I ha- like I had all the, the drums done and I had to scratch guitars and I had to like re- record the guitars the BPMs were a bit fast so I was like oh god it's gonna take ages to record so I recorded like March 2022 and then I did like the gown bomb sessions came in so I was like writing recording then and then I doing a lot of recording with gown bomb I was like okay like you know I'm I'm playing really tight now so I went back to the songs that I did before it's like I'll we, finish this off I'll have a look and I was like ah oh, fuck I could do that better so okay. I re-recorded it again <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah because I got a few demos that sounded kind of different the first yeah, few yeah, sound yeah. different than the second the second half ones yeah, they were a lot so, higher, definitely. Yeah, the way like they they were tight, but I was like, I can do that better, so I just tightened it up more. Mm. And I was I was getting like, I was learning as well. Like I always like recorded like gown bomb stuff for the last couple of albums, but it was like, okay, I'll record all the parts, and then I send the demo, and demo would like come back, like just, and he would like critique it. But this one I did it all on my own, so I was like, okay, I'll do everything and edit the guitars and bass all yeah. on my own. So it was a little different as well. It was more yeah, like, okay, I do it. Yeah, what was it like, even listen, like the guitars, to be honest, everything on the album is like <laughs> incredible. Like it's mm. very, like you could listen to it as a drummer's album, as a guitarist album, as a bassist album, or like a vocalist album, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But what, what for you guitar-wise was the biggest pain in the whole, or the thing that caused you the most issues or the thing that was the the hardest part to get or so you know something maybe there was something that just because there's it, it there the guitar parts are so intricate that i'm just wondering if there was anything that was specifically just getting it just, just doing the the tremolo picking really fast and making sure that yeah. all because it's layered four times so you got to make sure that's like okay that's all kind of like coming out well we do that with gamble anyway but this is a little First, like the, the guitar strings are a little thicker, so I was like, I wasn't kind of used to that. And um, okay. the BPMs, are maybe a little a little faster, a little bit faster, even though Gambom songs are fast. So some songs I just wasn't, just I just had to make sure that it was tight. So I was looking at the grid all the time, like the on the Pro Tools, yeah. was like make sure everything's lined up. So actually, and I'd be listening on the clean guitar, I'd turn off all the any, any plugins, make sure that actually it all like sounds like one. Guitar, all four guitars. So it took a while. It's yeah, it was, like, it was like you know how like Tom Schultz from like Boston would do an album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look to give people an idea of what we're talking about. I'm gonna play. I have three tracks. If I can get in three happy days, but I'm gonna play the first track. <laughs> I took certain sections out of each track that I personally really love. And this is just a showcase of what I think that red brings to the whole package. So uh, this is Necropolis Abortum. All right. So here we go. That's it.
Man, you dragged that from your fucking toes, that fucking crawl. <laughs> yeah, it's another thing. I put a lot of like tempo changes, so it would have really annoyed it. It was like at least four or five per song. So, yes, okay. there is. Absolutely. And, and do you yeah. know what? I fucking love that then, John, because it's it just breaks up the tedium of it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a big kind of beat down vibe to that as well. Like, like definitely. Yeah. We got so, like the kind of dying fetus kind of vibe in some of the yes, songs, you know. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You you yeah, beat yeah. me to it. Cause like I was gonna ask, you know, it's always with that metal, a lot of the motivation for that metal is is playing it, you know. You don't hear a lot of death metal bands saying, I wanted to do this to challenge a bit, people think about music or whatever. A lot of the time death metal is just people who want to fucking do cool shit and and then play it. Would you agree with that, lads? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's just about having fun, really, isn't it? It is fun, you know. Uh, just trying to just write songs that are cool, heavy, fast. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, there was a Crucifracture song. Um, the start of it has like a Tom Roll thing. Was it one of the ones from the Battle of the Bands that you won? What was the... I don't know. I don't know if I can fucking remember that now. Was it? No. Brain dead, brain dead. Yeah, was it? Yeah, that was one one of the tracks off the EP. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I remember like fucking years ago. Oh yeah, there's a kind of a tom roll that started all right. Yeah, yeah. Because but I remember like years ago sitting like um playing drums just with headphones on, playing along to that, being like, because <laughs> there was no way I was gonna try like fucking play dying fetus, but like I remember just being like the perfect way for me to be like you know just starting almost and being like right i'm gonna fucking spend so long trying to get this level and then just <laughs> kind of go from there but it was i always found like crucifracture were always such a um like monumental band in that sense for me of like drumming wise because it was just i hadn't played anything um who like was the that. drummer rev uh that's my mate sla yeah sla david slattery but i hadn't done any kind of blast i actually didn't understand how it actually worked i thought you just stood there and just froze up like a fucking bee's wing <laughs> that was a massive, uh, you know just sitting there sitting there for ages being like what is this like what Am I going? but uh yeah it's fucking i'd love i'd love to see some of that stuff like uh redone or re-released or something but i can't oh, fuck that fuck that we were very young when we did that yeah, move forward, and not backwards. Yeah, yes. that was quite sick, though. Like even going back that far, red were your influences, and I'll say it to John as well. Like, were you more interested in the likes of Slayer, Exodus, and Possessed, or was there more of you into Kellhammer, Celtic Frost? No, at that stage, would have kind of went past listening to Slayer, so we've been getting into bands like Carcass and Napalm yeah, okay. Death, Cannibal Corpse. Okay, like, okay. Obituary. That of course, of. you're a lot younger than me. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. I forgot that. <laughs> John? <laughs> uh, for death metal bands? Yeah, like uh, Cannibal Corpse, Decapitated, Decrepit Bird, Amputated, uh, Desecration, Red's wearing a the t-shirt there. Yeah. Process to Decay, that was an album I really liked. Uh, yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, I love that album. Uh, DSI. You know, like, just the whole genre itself. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how vague. 
All of them. Had the Florida scene more or less shot its load at that stage or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big time. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to fucking figure it out. Like, you know, that's, that's... Yeah. I love, love all the Florida stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's always handy to go back when you look at influences. I think with that metal, it almost has a lot of faces and it's there's this kind of competitive angle to it as well. Who can do it faster, who can make it more complex or which is more yeah. brutal. What are your thoughts on that when you put together this album? What were you aiming for? Was it just a nice mixture um, of everything? Uh, John kind of said originally he wanted me to kind of sing lower than the way I'd normally sing, you know, okay. like more gut, more guttural, which I'd never yes. really done before. So I kind of right. had to go and teach myself to do that. So How did kinda, you find that process? A uh, bit challenging, but then after a while I was like, yeah, I can do this. I can definitely do this. Yeah. So I kind of listening to different bands and then kind of watching videos on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, um, Red's vocals changed, like, because on the Grot stuff, it was more kind of raspy or like kind of like a creator. Yeah. You know, something like that kind of vibe. Okay. Or Morbid Saint, if you hear the band Morbid Saint, that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah, something a bit lower because, like, there was a bit more of a slower, like, then you know there's parts and it's like you can kind of lower get the lower register which he pulled off you know absolutely so yeah right really really happy with that and lyric yeah. wise then who was supplying lyrics did you give them over to red john or had you ideas for certain songs or uh, mostly red. i had some ideas but red kind of just fixed them up uh okay. and some patterns as well but red did most of the lyrics and stuff yeah. Were they yeah. horror movie inspired Red or where were you getting um, your influences from there? One or two kind of horror ones. Um, one is kind of loosely based on a book, story from a book. Um, Which one little is that? Bit, little bit of politics in there, small bit. Um, there, so it varies a bit, varies a bit. Yeah. What would be the kind of like, not even lyrically, but like, you know, when you're saying that you've, you know, had to change the style of vocal that you've done. Is there anything that would stand out for you? Something that you're like, you know, that's something I, you know, didn't think I'd be able to do. And is it uh, kind of that moment on the on the album for you? Um, yeah, someone pointed something out to me there, and I, I didn't really think much of it. But there's one part of the song where there's a bit of a, a delay on it, but it's like I sang as like low as I possibly could, and uh, whatever way when your mom is mixing, he just kind of. Pu- pushed it up in the mix a little bit and it's like oh yeah that was that like, yeah didn't think I'd be able to do that and like it just sounds really fucking cool yeah, so I'm, quite, yeah, I'm yeah. quite proud of that it's um it's a part in the song uh, Repulsive Exhibition there's a part oh, in where okay like, second, second right song. up there of course you released one single already Gluttonous yeah. Abhorrence in April are you gonna bring out another one or yeah we're, we actually was chatting the red today. We had three songs recorded and done, and mm. I was talking to the producer and go, "Look, I'm gonna add a few more because it came out really good. Really, really happy with it. So mm. I'm doing another album. So um, I was supposed to go to Mexico this this weekend. So uh, this weekend I'll just finish off all the guitars. So the music should be done probably by the end of December, latest early January, and then red." when he gets time like uh lash out the vocals and that would be the, that'll be the, that'll be done <laughs> what another so, album yeah i'll yeah, probably get Christ. it done the, next year anyway so yeah it'll be done like the music is half almost half done so it it'll just um once red has his his studio is in uh he's just fixing it up so once that's done 
um, he'll uh, once he lashes out the vocals and we have some ideas. I have some, there's some lyrics already got. I have some lyrics for one song anyway, which I think is going to mm. be a super hit. Man, it's going to be amazing. I want to hear this. <laughs> it's amazing. Like it's one of the heaviest. Like it's a downbeat kick or kick ass song. I think it's going to be a fucking. It's a hit. Anyway. TikTok will be all over that, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's um, it, it's uh, it's it, yeah. The songs are the songs are all demoed. Three of them are properly recorded, and I gave Red there the the ideas of them there last week. I just had some. I I asked the the guy who mixes it just to send me some some drafts of it, and he sent me another draft today. Is this and, Floor? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Floor lives in Germany and he just focuses mostly on death metal slam, death metal bands and yeah. stuff like the hardcore bands. I just got talking to him like on, I like this stuff and I chatted him on Instagram and it's like, oh, that's how the gluttonous song, because I already had the album done, but I was like, I found all these kind of tracks that I had. Now you're not supposed to do this. Like if someone who's editing or producing songs, they'll pull in their hair. But I have a load of Kevin Talley tracks that I've done before in the past and I just found some and I kind of like, piece some together and I was like maybe yeah. this I wrote a song like you know in about an hour and a half and it's like maybe I can get and I said to your man I was like yeah look it's it makes could is this doable it's like yeah sure we'll give it a go and it's like and then we just did a song just really quick just to test like okay like let's let's give it a go like just to release something like just for fun so the album was done already but then we did the single just for just a laugh mm, turned yeah. out quite well we have to go. yeah it turned out good you know it was just a really quick really quick kind of turnaround just to, to see like I, I didn't know I didn't know anyone who could like um, mix the album and I chat to him I chat to a few other people I was like okay look I'll talk to this guy and he got back to me so if you get back to me like you know I mean a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I was like okay and um, just kept chatting him and like he he works with a lot of other bands I kind of I dig their kind of sound and stuff so it's pretty cool so, okay, yeah. I'm going to play my favorite track off the album. And if you care to guess, it's not the first two tracks anyway. So I'll just narrow it down for you. Third track? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that's my second favorite. But no, Red, I know you'll get it. Come on. Um, let me think. Number five. Recurgitated Genesis. Yes, I knew Red would get it. Fair fucks <laughs> yeah, man. Fair play. Okay, here we go. I read your mind. Regurgitated genitals.
was working out in the gym to that this evening, man, and I fucking did my hamstring in. Right on. <laughs> That's just super. The whole album is, and just like you did the right thing, getting in a fucking fantastic session drummer as well, lads. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's, it was great. It was great too. Like uh, Floor didn't add any samples as well to the drums, so it was kind of kind of nice. Well, obviously the kicks are MIDI, but uh, the the rest is not not heavily sampled, which is nice because mm. the the hits are pretty on. So yeah. That's kind of you know I'm really happy with that. Like I I know there's only three of you involved in it, but Jesus Christ, even Red. It's only really like two. It's like, it's yeah, two. two really. Yeah, but it's the playing yeah. that I'm on about, you know. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Red's vocals, fucking they're hell. Like, they're they're just off the scale, yeah, man. No Honest to fuck. Yeah, it got weird. Cheers. Thanks very much. And and to know what the two of you know, Red, for years. Evan, listen to Red now compared to when you knew him back oh, in the Kilkenny right, scene. Yeah. What's that like? <laughs> it's mental. Like Even like, I'd say if we thought back to... Like we're saying, like Crucifracture, and even any of the Battle of the Band stuff. Like, if you look forward in time to be like, oh yeah, no, you'll you'll release an album with a uh, Kevin Talley drumming on it. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. like yeah, <laughs> it's it's a mental step. It's just a ma- it's mad what what time can do. But I've always thought, like I think Red, I genuinely think there's someone there'll be something soon that either a band, a very like uh, an Irish death metal band now is going to be looking for guitarist or vocalist that you are just going to be absolutely perfect for and just skyrocket on it. I think that's one thing I would love to see you is doing things live. Yeah. Whether this would happen live, I don't know. Um, But just in general, for you to have like a regular thing would be so, so good. Like, mm. because like it, it the album, you just listen to the vocals there. It's like, you're not, that's like, you could session musician for other people doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So being Probably good. <laughs> regular would be fucking unreal. Like, It's very, very time consuming. Yeah. And you know, Evan, and I'll just bring you back to my point about Red. We all know people that were fantastic in the scene back in the day that just fell through the cracks and just walked away from music as well and the fact that you're still doing it red you know i mean it's it's like a fucking your own plight <laughs> through the storm wind fucking rain you're you're there still man trying to do it yourself yes, and sir. waving waving the flag it's fantastic that you found someone like john that can just promote this amazing vocalist that is still in kilkenny yeah probably you the only fucking one in kilkenny yes bizarre like john what's your take on it yeah, definitely. And uh, I think it's great that, like, you know, even if you're, like, you're on your own, like, you know, you can still produce music now. You couldn't have done that, say, 20 years ago. Or, you know, yeah. if you're on your own, you're on your own. You just give up. But now, like, you have all these resources to hire a drummer, get, send your wave files to some other producer overseas or in Ireland, if you want. Anywhere, like, you don't have to travel that much anymore. You can just, and it's easier. Like, I think it's just, it's better now. It's better mm-hmm. to write and record and release music now than ever. It's yeah, better. It's just way better. It's very, better. it's very liberating, isn't it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you know, it's like you know, there's no really excuse to say like you, back then you kind of had some sort of excuse, but now you you don't really, you know. Yeah. You know yeah, to write and stuff. Even the DAWs are just free DAWs now, like Reaper and stuff. And everything's yeah. like and the plugins are pretty 
really really good now and you know even the the drum program if you wanted a drum program bits or even there's a whole library of stuff and just get ideas it's just way better now yeah i think you know? the, I, I you know years ago there was a lot more kind of um leeway given to people that are all farting no shit where it's like yeah. you know yeah. they can do all the talking that they want yes. and it, every excuse or is like oh god if i oh i could do this i could do this you can you really like if you want if you put 10 minutes of effort into something you really can do a lot uh yeah. so it's, the the shit talkers now are kind of a lot more out in the open uh where mm. it's like we'll do it like it's yeah. Been given every amenity here to do it at home without even putting your pants on. Like what? What yeah. actually would stop you from doing it? Like way more opportunities now. You can contact anyone. Like people think, oh, you contacted Kevin Talley or something. Oh, you must have some insider. You know, you know some people in the business. Like no, I just send them an email or send them a message. Yeah, on yeah. Like close mouth never gets fed. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It just. That's how you do it. Like you just send a message. Like, don't be nervous. Like you know, don't think like like don't have it in your head. Like don't have this critique in your head that like, yeah. oh, they're gonna just brush you away. It doesn't work like that. You know. Yeah, brush yeah. yourself. Service is a service. <laughs> no. <laughs> service is a service. Mm. That's all I say. So yeah, anyone but... out there in Ireland who wants to hire like a drummer, you know, don't be afraid to message them or get someone like to mix your album. Go for it. You know. Mm. Yeah. Or anyone like for that matter. You know, don't be. Don't hold back. Okay, so this is very much, as you said, John, there's two of you involved in it. And the fact that you released it in September the 18th, no more than what I asked, read earlier, has it been picked up on any of the metal channels or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's been, been on, on too. Yeah, it's been on a few. I, I sent it on to a few. The ones that I like, the ones that I follow, I slam worldwide and a few other ones that actually have like, you know, a couple of hundred thousand followers on, on YouTube okay. and stuff. And uh, I got PR and I got people messaging me like they want to release it and stuff. I was like, okay, we'll, we'll have it. So there's a few that will that will release it. I sent Red there last week to the, um, what you call it, Red? The actual the prints. Temp of, the templates. Yeah, the templates and stuff. So there is people that will release it, you know. Okay. So that's kind of cool, you know. Are you doing a, a, a physical release? Like as yeah, in yeah. So yeah. people will be, yeah. I, like CD or vinyl. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I own the rights to it, so like you know, it, I'll lease it out to someone else. Like so, if someone wants to do. Someone send me message. I'll, I'll do five hundred copies, and I want to do it in South America. I know I can return mm -hmm. you, like give you a hundred copies. Like, okay, fair enough. Or another one in Indonesia. Oh yeah, I'll make some T-shirts and CDs and flags. And also, it's like sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'll give you the like, and you give me something back in return. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And tape, not stuff. I'm thinking of Invictus in Ireland. Had you any? Did you bounce anything off them? I uh, did with Necrotize. No. Okay. He, he said um, the the roster is pretty full. Yeah. So okay. But this know. album is right up their street. You reckon? I thought Invictus is all kind of kind of yeah. doomy, trashy, black, yeah, death trash kind of. Well, it is, yeah. But I mean, there's other stuff there that the album cover is too bright. Maybe <laughs> it's too <laughs> yellow. <laughs> there's not enough black there's not enough black <laughs> we, have to, we have to turn down the brightness maybe maybe you know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking black and white um, version of it like alternate yeah. cover yeah I didn't think of those labels I don't know like literally the ones that got to, I didn't send it out to anyone just people messaged me it's like okay fair enough I didn't actually okay. I didn't do the effort to send it out properly 
Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'll, I'll push it out. I did. Con- I did contact some PR people. As again, like I own the like uh, the band has like. You see, if you like sign with someone else, like talking to other bands, like amputated there during the weekend, like and their first album, which I love, and like they, I'm like, why is it not on Spotify? It's like, oh, the label won't put it out. It's like, what label yeah, is that? Yeah. It's a shitty fucking death metal label. That's like, what the fuck? They won't put it out. It's like, yeah, it's like, what? it's one. Of the, it's not even a real. It's like a label. It's more like a mail order. You know. It has like a big, huge, uh, like online store. It's not even, it's just all, it's like they won't put it out and they're really pissed off. It's like, I don't want to be in that position. So, no, that's definitely not. Yeah, no. Like we're gone from the old tape trading days, you know, and passing yeah. it amongst each other. Like the, the, obviously, the new equivalent to that is Spotify and playlists and stuff. To, yeah, and, and do without a label now that it's very like, yeah. It's, 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 you know, with the ability to be able to do a lot of stuff at home, like distribution, I, I feel is more important than, than like a lot of other, what, what labels would have traditionally offered, I guess. It's like, you're kind of looking more for, for a distribution because mm. like no one's going to fucking, it's very well, look, it's, it's rare enough that someone's going to sign you to here's here's x amount of money to record this album whatever you want to do because you straight away owe that money like you're you're yeah. so far if you try just get a get it get them to distribute it then it's just gonna make it a lot easier yeah they generally expect you to do promotion though as well don't they a lot of labels yeah they, 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 they'll they, distribute they, it but it's like you do all the facebook stuff you do all the promotion well, yeah, do that. So, if you're with Nuclear Blast or one of those, they'll do all that for you, obviously. But I mean, yeah, oh, yeah well, that's I would have big, to tell you end. a story. I'll tell you a story about Nuclear Blast. Me and Philly went to uh, a uh, I think it was Overkill and Destruction, and we met some people from Nuclear Blast at the gig. And we met one of the PR, they have a PR guy, and like literally, they don't even give a shit about the band, the release they're doing. It's like, did you listen to it? Like, no, we just send it off to the you know, the usual. Very few labels actually really care about releases unless it's like Appetite for Destruction, you know. <laughs> Which wow, really? Like, yeah. No, nah, they don't really care. I'm like, actually shocked. Like, that's actually kind money. of shocking. <laughs> no, they like that. Yeah, the PR. No, that was the label. Obviously, want to get something, but like you know, there's all these other deals, like 360 deals labels do now, and all that stuff. Yeah. Obviously, Gamma does not do have blessed to not be stung by any of that stuff. Any new bands all get all these shitty contracts. You know, yeah. but uh, a lot of the PR, like, you know, unless you have some sort of, you know, a f- fan base, it's very hard now. You know, you just, the best way to try and get a fan base is just keep writing, releasing stuff, you know? Yeah. People, like, that's the thing about, like, you know, that's what, what I did in the album. Like, doing a single is like, it's single. You do an EP. EP is like, it's okay, but how far can it go? And nobody really kind of goes to top 500 best EPs ever released. Like, it's always about an album. So an album is kind mm-hmm. of, Album will always have more weight, you know. So if I do it like it, as I said, I'll do another album. It's like two albums. It just mm-hmm. has more weight, you know, for a band than it say does. an EP and two singles. You know, that's just the way it is. I think it's an more, EP it's, is cool. It's harder work as well. I think an EP is cool if you do like an album, then maybe another album, then an EP. Yeah, and then an, an album, album, and then an EP, as opposed to just constantly doing EPs. I just I think that's a bit of a waste of time. It's mm. very hard unless you have something like you know there was bands. There's like, Evan there, but how many EPs have you have? Yeah, but like that's like you know, 
<laughs> Evan, like you could say, like you're in the black flag kind of league of kind of bands. You know what I mean? That's kind of that kind of vibe, which they always kind of did those kind of things. That's like part of the yeah. scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think with what we're doing EP wise is like, I guess it's like when we we're we're not we've talked about it as well. Like this is what worn out now. It's like I'm dead. People will kind of try to push you to like just do singles. And it's kind of like when you talk between each other in the band, it's like, well, what? how do you consume mu- music? Like, I prefer, like, I, I love EPs. I love, like, an album, but I like it, you know, to come out as the day it comes out. You're listening to it over and over again, rather than if it's a single. I listen to it a few times, but I'm not going to listen to one song, and I'm not really a playlist kind of guy either. Um, so I find that, like... Uh, EPs are just great kind of like stepping stones. Like even what we're doing at the minute is like the next release will be is an EP, but it's again, like we didn't want to do an album because there's so much growth that we want to have these and a certain amount of tours under our belt before we start committing to an album. Because if we did an album like around waste, it would sound totally different to what we would do now that it's like, you know, the whole thing of like, you have forever to write your first album, but then the second one is you have like six months to do the second, but uh, I'm not, I'm not really a a singles kind of guy unless there's something coming from it, you know, unless it's building up to a release, whether it's an EP or an album, but I think it's cool if a single is from an EP or from an album, as opposed to just, yeah, yeah, but that's building uh, up to that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, a bit of taster, like yeah, yeah, like there's a whole. You're getting into the whole lore of the band, then, like you know, you're you're building to this thing, and but like just bands doing singles every couple of months, and that's it. I'd rather a band just go quiet for a bit, yeah. and then come back with something. Like at the end of the day, like here, I, here's one for you, right? I'm just interested in in your the tree of your views. What I found lately is. In relation to albums now, this is specifically albums, the less amount of time songs take up. So my threshold would be 30 minutes, 32, 33, 34. Yeah, me too. This is perfect for me now, year release. What is it, 32, is it? or 34. Yeah, something like that is ideal for me. I don't like now listening to albums that go into 45 to 50 minutes long. It's fucking hard going sometimes. Just, it just the way. On the style, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, oh yeah. There's that to it, obviously, as well. But like, um, I'm just wondering. I'm throwing it out to yourselves there for albums now. What, what's your ideal album length time? Like? I, I agree. I think around half an hour for yeah. that kind of style of like, like death metal. I think around half an hour to forty-five. Half minutes. an hour. Like half an hour. Yeah. For that albums were always like a half an hour. The corpse albums were like thirty-five. If like when you have the out like the band, what's if we're speaking about that metal band? Remember that band Vital Remains? And they had songs yeah. that were cooler, but yeah. it was like that's eight minutes long. Jesus, turn that fucking compress that down, boys. You know, <laughs> two and a half minute version of yeah. that. Yeah, can you like edit that, guys? You know, yeah, hardcore albums they, they don't fucking yeah. drift past thirty minutes. The classics, anyway. Yeah, yeah, like you know, it was expensive to make, and it was like you know you had tape, and you know it was just. You know, you know, a lot of actually, there's a Scott Burns book coming out now. I got it yesterday. Don't spoil it because I ordered mine. It's fucking expensive. The yes. postage, but basically, 
he did a lot of albums like in 1990, 91, then kind of cut it down. But a lot of those bands only had like 10 days to record the album. So like Cannibal Corpse, even Back to Life was like done in like a week and a half. A week, yeah. You know, it was like drums, two days, guitars, two days, vocals, two days, mix, day and a half. See you, boys. <laughs> yeah. I'm going. Benefit to, you know, like with, with being able to do stuff at home compared to like being like, this is how long you have there's some decisions that have to be made that there's no real, you know, rather if like, if you're like, right, there's no end timeline on this and I can do this at home. There's a lot of like over, you know, over guessing everything and kind of yeah doing it again and being like, Oh shit, I'm not sure. And you, you have the time to like gestate on something to the point that it, it can ruin it. Whereas like yeah. if you just have this time, you're going in so prepared and so focused um, I guess there's there's benefits to both both of it, but there is, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, I'm going to squeeze in one more song, lads. <laughs> so this is Moore's Ontological. Is it Ontologica? Ontologica. Okay, I got it right. Okay, cool. <laughs> Is that what you were on about, John, and getting ready to get that bit lower? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad 100%. I focused in on that section there, then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of layering there. Yeah, yeah. so Red did a lot of like uh, did a lot of vocal layers, which was like a really good technique, like for trick. Like if you hear dead metal vocal vocal on a track and you hear just like one track, it sounds okay, it's okay, but if you layer it, it sounds way better. Mm. And, like, and layering it in certain points because if you just start a song and layer the whole thing there's no ups and downs that's, like that's yeah that's the okay. regular there's no boost yeah. so i kind of have it layered twice some parts and then for like big parts like three or four times sounds way better yeah and gluttonous abhorrence i have to just throw in a lyric there mukbang madness a feast for the eyes now who the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John originally wrote those lyrics. <laughs> I had to, I had to Google yeah. mukbang. That's fucking yeah. great, like an eating show. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Frank> madness. <laughs> uh, sorry, John. I do my homework. That's just me. I'm just fucking talk to us. Go on. Throw yeah, that I think, out. Uh, John originally wrote those lyrics, and then uh, he had vocal patterns, and then sent sent me. Um, 
we kind of started, he started recording vocals at home, just kind of rough, you know, like kind of a rough vocal guide and send it to me. Mm. And then I kind of re kind of redo it so that the, the words kind of, I, it sound better when I sing it, but he wrote the majority of the lyrics for that one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that was like kind of like the rip into like, there was this YouTuber, like all he does is eat like McDonald's and pizza and noodles, all that. <laughs> He's like Nick Avocado is his name. So if you YouTube him, you'll see him. And I just, I wrote the song. Like if I wrote this and I tagged him, maybe he might like promote the bangles. <laughs> 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 it's like, I didn't get anything. Anyway. <laughs> Again, where it comes in buttery t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, send them on. Yeah, send. Extra, extra part there, man. <laughs> what was it like? Go on, what, Evan. Sorry. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. What, I have to ask as well. Like, what was it like? with regards to the artwork with Grimcat, oh, yeah. uh, what did you specifically ask for that? Or did you just like send any recordings or was there something already done that you were like, what? Cause I know uh, we're, it's too yellow. <laughs> it's fucking I, I, wanted, I wanted, I wanted those colors because yeah. one, uh, I like that kind of, um, I was just, there was just, I had this dinosaur, um, don't say Dinosaur Junior T-shirt. Dinosaur Junior T-shirt. That like I always like that artwork. Start shopping. Like kind of, yeah, like the John. Colors. I had that fucking T-shirt myself, and I couldn't right believe on. you were wearing it on stage. I was just going, <laughs> "Hell, respect, yeah. man." Yes, yes. <laughs> man. Nerds. So like, um, I like that kind of that kind of like. I don't know, it was kind of he the guy who did it, he did this kind of like skater, he does kind of like skater or zine kind of stuff. And I just sent a message, go, look, I like your colors and I want to like that because every dead metal band has some sort of like grim, like you know, forest yeah. or glaciers or you know, something yeah. like you know, it's like okay, I get it, but like I just want a different color to be honest. And it kind of I gave him that guy a vibe, okay, this is the songs here. I don't know if I gave him the lyrics, I like this, what you've done, can you do it? So he, he painted it and I was like, okay, thanks, that's it. Oh. That, that it's unreal like <laughs> it's so good and is there going to be a t-shirt um well, so. the, the, indonesian label, the, the indonesian label that will uh that said they'll put it out in january they said they're making t-shirts on long sleeves so again oh long sleeve would be the job actually for this yes yeah you so. just but you just become the actual fucking thing that goes <laughs> out like it's a full, it's, it's like a morph suit, like. <laughs> 90s. So the great thing, like, I should show you this thing. I don't know if any, if you've seen it. Oh, I had this gamma bomb, massive gamma bomb. I don't know, did I show you this before? I had yeah. this, I, I got on AliExpress. Like, if you go on AliExpress, like that dinosaur uh, junior t-shirt, I got on AliExpress. Obviously, it's fake. Fake. I had the original, dude. Fuck's sake. <laughs> but, like. AliExpress, I, don't, I shouldn't be promoting this, but AliExpress sells like a load of fake fan stuff. And I have this gal. No box. way. No way. Class. <laughs> it's the Sea Savage one. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, they don't sell it now, but when I saw it, I was like, buy that. What is it? A blankie? Yep. Fucking hell. It's nuts. <laughs> Not there anymore, but I had to get it when I got it. <laughs> You should buy loads of them and then sell them on the prosthetic website. Like, oh my yeah. god, oh my god, well, like beach towels and stuff. Beach yeah. towels, there you go, push ends, you name it. Got it all. Got it all so, 
<laughs> we might see a crimson butchery flag or jocks on AliExpress. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, if there's a flag, I'll definitely get it. I'm like, nice one, I'll get that now. Dude, thongs. Nice pair yeah. of yellow socks. Yeah, socks. Yeah. Just sell out, like, to be like Kiss. Need to sell oh, out, man. Yeah. Need to make money. Make money. I love money. Yes. Yeah. Are you happy with that? Is there any other stuff that you want to throw out there before we... So we have, as I said, we, we are going to do another album and I'll have the the music should be done in December, all done. all done, And then Red will lash out the vocals when his uh, studio is fixed. Yeah. Um, I have a sneak peek. If you want to hear a sneak peek of it, man, I can give you a sneak peek right now. Okay. You ready? Spoiler. Right, this, this... Okay. I hope it's not that porn fucking song. No. <laughs> oh! No. <laughs> What's that? Get pregnant by your fuck ass, this motherfucking summer bitch. No. I'm going to have I'm going to have some snow crabs and I'm going to have some snow crabs. So, bitch, I'm going to have some snow crabs. Bitch, I'm going to have some snow crabs. What the hell? It's just cut off, man. <laughs> 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 oh, fucking hell. Amazing. <laughs> to hear this song, man. I'm going to get a rapper as well in, in Middle Line. Someone, I'm going to try and. Someone oh, else yes. Oh, that's classic. Fucking heavy as fuck. I wouldn't doubt you, man. Limp biscuit then. Oh, man. Like, oh, there's blast in it. Don't get me wrong. I need to get yeah. to the top of the mountain, man. You know, I need to sell out. Like, I need to get to the top of the mountain. You know? The catchiest song. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, there's helicopter beats in the middle. Don't worry, I got some slamming there. <laughs> I know what I'm up to. There's helicopter beats. There's helicopter blasts and everything. There's gravity blasts. Poor old Red there. Like, <laughs> you're okay, Red. That's all right. I, I'll commandeer. I'll do the rap. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I won't do that. Featuring sexy Red on vocals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look, it's great news that there's uh, something coming down the pipeline probably next year as you said John early next year please God this so. will not be a live entity I'm presuming anytime soon so that's fair enough I echo Evan on that we would love to see see it take shape in some form or other maybe in, in a year's time who knows sometime in Kenny that, that you're all back I don't know Um, it would be great fun anyway two cans in Red's house and we'll just give, it, go. give yeah. it back I, I, 30th anniversary we'll do that one yeah. I'll travel down for that Ev. definitely a bag of cans and happy days Kenny for those that are listening and watching you have missed out one of the best death metal releases of the year in the Irish scene it's great to, to revisit it now especially after listening to the podcast check out Crimson Butchery repulsive exhibition it's out in Bandcamp and show some fucking love one of the best dead metal releases in the Irish metal scene this year. Congratulations, and I'm seriously proud to have you on the show and to promote it once more. Right on. Thank you. Yeah. Evan, as always, thanks for joining on co-host. Haven't seen you enough times this year, brother, but hopefully the GoFundMe page will sort out the laptop for you. And um, <laughs> You'll see me. You'll be back. Two, you'll see me next week and the week after. Okay, fair enough. That's good yeah. news. that's it everybody thanks for listening and watching the show and as we always end it's very important and please just support your local metal scene thank you